And there we go. So that was fun. Um, so yeah, a little bit different ending and beginning, but it was fun for me. All right. Um, I can only do a pretty quick post-show, which is okay, because I didn't actually go end up consuming that much media in the last couple of weeks, really. Um, but uh, I didn't either. So there you go. So it works out for us. Um, yeah, anything notable that you read or watched or anything? I guess who I met today. Um, I, I met the illustrator of Atomic Robo. <gasps> I have a signed copy of Volume 1 Trade Paperback of Atomic Robo signed by the illustrator and the writer. Uh, I didn't get to meet the writer because apparently he was still asleep. I am super jealous. Uh, But they were at the Albuquerque Comic Expo. Um, And I knew you had recommended it to me and I saw their booth and I was like, I will have to get that. That is awesome. I am so jealous right now. (laughs) <laughs> I kind of wish you had been there because you could have had a more real conversation with him than than I could. I'm like, oh, I haven't uh, read it, but a friend told me to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I also spent like uh, 20 minutes talking to uh, Michael A. Stackpole, who wrote uh, a lot of the Star Wars Expanded Universe. I am familiar. Uh, and most of it was complaining about Wedge and Tilla's love life. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but he he was there, and uh, I got a hardback copy of I Jedi from him because my old paperback copy is falling apart. It's actually a hardback first edition. Woo! Um, it's it's like one of my favorite Star Wars books. Uh, right. <laughs> so I am aware. So yeah, the Albuquerque Comic Expo was this weekend, um, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. Fun. Um, I watched yesterday with my mother. Um, I took her to uh, Monsters University, which I am a huge Pixar fan, which you know that, but yes. I don't know if other people know that. Um, I am a huge Pixar fan. Uh, I was pretty happy. Um, it doesn't really resonate the same way that Monsters, Inc. does, just because it's a prequel, and therefore it all has to take place entirely in the Monsters world. It can't, like... And m- part of the charm of Monsters, Inc. was just the little girl and how it like makes us all connect with her in different ways. Like little kids identify with her. The rest of us are like super protective of her and just taking delight in her delight kind of a thing. Um, it, it, it's a more adult movie and that it's, but, uh, but man, the, del- just the screams and fits of kids just having a great time in that theater were wonderful. Um, uh, I do think it's a pretty good prequel. Um, I think it says very, interesting things about the state of the energy industry uh, in uh, in that universe because we know that in monsters inc it gets turned upside down and they find that so the idea in monsters university is they're in the university to learn to scare so that they can get scares of children in order to power the you know power their place and whatnot and then of course at the end of monsters inc the first movie we find that the laughter of children is way more effective right so, right. so it's really funny to see like all of this, like this, this story of like revolving around being effective scarers and stuff. And then, yep. End of Monsters, Inc. It all becomes irrelevant. <laughs> um, but it is pretty, it is pretty fun and it is a very yay teamwork and 
trying not to get stuck in your head that things always have to be the way that they are sort of story. Um, the, the real thing that stole the show for me, and I did like it, um, and I don't really have any big negatives to say about it or anything, but the thing that really stole the show for me was the animated film that came before it, the short film. Um, mm-hmm. You need to go in theaters just to see that in theaters. Um, the Blue Umbrella is absolutely delightful. Like, visually, it's just stunning. But it's just, it's so delightful. And I, it was like, I could, I could see kids and adults alike just getting so into the way that things were going in. And I can't really describe it. Um, it's, it, it's really, though, it's like a leap in CG. Uh, it, they just did something completely different. And it's fantastic. Um, so, yeah. So there's that. Uh, what else did I... I saw Much Ado About Nothing last night. I am so jealous. Um, it is playing here, so I need to find time to go. Maybe I'll go tomorrow. Maybe I'll go tomorrow. Um, we'll see. But I definitely need to see Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. I mean, the weaknesses in it were uh, weaknesses of Shakespeare, not, you know... Right. Uh, so it was a great execution Much Ado About Nothing is not the greatest Shakespeare play. That, <laughs> but I still do uh, it love is, it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's riddled with plot holes. It, it, it's one of those plays where you kind of look at it and you're like, Shakespeare was trying to make money. Um, but it's still funny. It's still hilarious. Uh, there are still amazing moments. And all, you know, I'm a huge fan of Joss Whedon's coterie of actors. And uh, they, they all did a fantastic job. I mean, I was literally laughing throughout this whole movie in the theater, um, as was much of the theater. Uh, so they, they did a really fantastic job. And I'll look forward to talking to you about it once you see it. Yes. I, hopefully I'll see it this week and we can talk about it next week. Um, I, yeah, but I'm, I'm really excited about that. Uh, I did put up a couple of blog posts. Yeah, so I did the one that was just telling people about my uh, movie-watching thingy, the going through Hitchcock movies and the order that I'm going to watch them in. Um, so that was fun. And then I wrote a long essay on original language things, which I don't know if you've read that or not, but that was I, I haven't yet. And I also failed to write Friday's blog post because I failed to finish reading that book because I was not in town. That's so. okay. We can, um, <laughs> we can try... Whatever our audience can, our audience will be perfectly okay with us posting those up when we're ready to. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, on top of that, I'm actually thinking I, I watched and read very little over the course of the last two weeks. Oh, I know why. I have been playing Animal Crossing on my 3DS, which has zero narrative <laughs> whatsoever, and I cannot stop. <laughs> I am so addicted, and every single day I play it for like 45 minutes. It is I, at lunch. I play at my at my office. Like I pull out my 3ds and play it at lunch. And one of my coworkers also has it. And a couple others just bought 3ds's to be able to do it. So we're like visiting each other's towns and harvesting fruit and taking fruit fr- to each other's towns so we can all get as much variety as we can and going to islands wow. together. It is. It is fun. So what you're telling me is this is Farmville for the 3ds. So Animal Crossing is much older than Farmville. Um, it is more. It, it's like a cross between Farmville and The Sims. It's cuter than either. Um, it is. It, you don't like. You don't have to run a farm well. Like you basically, you just. You're a new person to your town, and in this particular version, you're mayor. But like, 
the town lives on its own, and it, it runs in real time. So it, whenever I open the game, it is the time and day that it is when I, in my real life. Um, so like right now, it's the summertime, so certain things happen. On uh, Some days are holidays, and certain things happen. There will be contests, like uh, the Saturday after the game came out, or maybe the Saturday after that, they had the bug off. Which was like, hey, they kept telling me earlier in the week, like, hey, make sure and be around um, this Saturday. We're going to have the the bug off where it's a contest for who can catch the best bug kind of thing. Like, it's just you, you just interact with your time. There's no narrative whatsoever. And it is just adorable and addicting. And like you feel bad when your guy when your little guy gets stung with bees and his eye gets swollen and you get just happy when he when he like pays off his his uh, loan on his house, which is just so much fun. Uh, it, there are things where other games like this are completely mundane to me, and this one is just adorable. And I cannot stop playing it. Um, each time I've gotten one of these games, I've generally played it nonstop for months before I eventually just let it let it sit on the side. But so much fun. Um, <laughs> anyways, because of that, I've done nothing in terms of, like, actual narrative stories and stuff. Oh, except last night, after my mom and I watched the movie, we finally watched one more episode of Sherlock, which means I have one more until I'm caught up. Um, so you watched the Hounds of Baskerville episode. Yes. Um, which is my least favorite of all of them to date. It was my least favorite of all of them. I also think some people in the American audience lose the, uh... So the guy who hired them to figure out the Hound of Baskerville situation plays the werewolf in Being Human. And I think some of the episode plays on that because I'm sitting there the entire time on the edge of my seat thinking he's a werewolf. And that's kind of what the Hound of Baskerville is about, you know, I mean, without actual magic. Well, and yeah, Sherlock Holmes. So I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it well enough, but I also it was one and I'm not going to give away the ending here, but I called what was going on, like, so far in advance, which is not how the rest of the episodes work. Like, the rest of the episodes, you're, like, at the seat of your pants trying to catch up to Sherlock, and this time I was like, I turned to my mom, I was like, it's gotta be X. And that was exactly what it turned out to be. And I was like, it's just not compelling to me. I I think it's the case of both seasons. With with both seasons, the middle episode is the weaker. Um, Uh, I I agree so far, although I haven't seen the ending of season two, so... um, Yeah. We'll talk about it when you see it. Yeah. Uh, eventually. Uh, um, do you have Yeah, else? so I did nothing in the last week. Like, well, we can just call it a, a short post show um, yeah. <laughs> to make up for the, for the long regular show. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, um, this was a fun post show. I'm glad we knocked that out for you quickly. And uh, we'll stop recording. I'm going to stop right now.